Hey, fishing and outdoors family, welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer podcast. I know this has been a very scary and trying time for everyone. I want to make sure you know that we're here for you. Almost everyone is taking a hit right now, some more than others. As some of you know, I operate an Airbnb here in Nashville and all our bookings were completely wiped out. March was supposed to be our biggest month and April was almost booked solid and now there's nothing. That's a huge part of our income and it's completely gone for the moment. So we completely understand how those of you who have lost jobs, businesses, and investments must be feeling but we must remain positive and not let fear overtake us. Try to spend time in gratitude each day. You know, we're a very blessed group of people that we have a passion and a love for the outdoors. I don't know about you, but I find myself appreciating it even more now. The birds are still singing, the fish are still swimming, and nature continues on. And there's something really powerful about that. I think out of this situation, we have a major opportunity to introduce others to the wonder of the outdoors, even if it has to be from done from a healthy distance right now. And we're determined to keep this podcast going however we can, so we can continue to be a resource for you and for newcomers who will hopefully be realizing what they've been missing while they've been overworking or spending too much time cooped up inside. If you haven't joined our Facebook group, please do so. Now more than ever, we need to be connected. If you're introducing someone new to the outdoors, please invite them to join our group as well. We're all here to help each other. We want to inspire, educate, and connect with each other. And that's what this show is all about. If you happen to be in a position to help and support our show, I want to remind you that we have a Patreon account set up. There's a lot of different levels, uh, ways you can contribute. We have a tip jar set up that's as little as a dollar a month, and then it goes up from there. And you can find that at patreon.com slash thewomanangler. Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N patreon.com slash the woman angler. Thanks so much for those of you who already signed up and continue to support the show even through these difficult times. That means the world to us. And, uh, you know, we're going to get through this together. And speaking of supporting each other, I have some exciting news from our friends over at Elle's Goldfish Lure Company. Since several of the remaining big sports and outdoor shows were canceled, Els wanted to extend to you their special sports show pricing on their amazing lures. To access this, all you need to do is go to their website at ellsgoldfish.com, select your products, and use the coupon code SPRING2020 at checkout. That's SPRING2020, all one word. That will give you 25% off your entire order. And as a bonus, if you mention in the comments section, the woman angler and adventurer, they're going to throw in a special prize just for you, our listeners. So head on over to alsgoldfish.com and get your order in ASAP. All right, one more thing before we get into this week's episode, which I'm super excited about. So a couple of years ago, I wrote a song that got picked up and recorded by a country music artist named Ricky Lee. It was a song I wrote during a very difficult time in my life and... Though Ricky isn't a mainstream big country star, the people who have heard the song 
at his shows and online in uh, it's on iTunes and Spotify and all that. They've been really inspired by it. So I'm going to throw that in at the end of this episode. If you're looking for something extra to soothe your soul a bit today, be sure and listen through the end and I hope it helps. I'll put a link to the video in the show notes as well. It contains a lot of inspirational quotes and images that I find really helpful in trying times. Okay, so on this week's episode of The Woman Angler and Adventurer, I'm excited to share with you two awesome conversations I had while at the Bassmaster Classic in Birmingham. The first is Gerald and Leanne Swindle, a.k.a. G-Man and Lulu. I've been wanting to have Leanne on ever since I got to ride with G-Man at last year's Classic in Knoxville. He was telling me all about the hard work she puts in behind the scenes, and uh, she's really a big reason he's been so successful as an angler. Heck, she was even the one back in the boat uh, trailer down the ramp. So uh, it's a really cool perspective to hear, and I'm so happy we finally got to make it happen this year. Then I had a conversation with Bassmaster Open's tournament angler, Trait Zeldane. I first met Trait at last year's Classic as well, and for those of you who don't know, she's married to Bassmaster Elite Series angler, Chris Zeldane. That definitely makes for an interesting perspective as well, so I think you're going to really enjoy what she has to say. I'll let the rest speak for itself. I hope you enjoy. Angie Scott with the Woman Angler and Adventure, and I think we finally made it happen. <laughs> We're at the Bassmaster Classic, and uh, we've got G-Man and Lulu. You trying to say we're hard to catch up with, like a, like a fish, like a slippery yeah. fish? Yeah, you. I mean, we caught up with you, but we were drinking that time, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did. This, this one's hard to catch up with. Yeah, it's because I'm having to chase you around. Yeah, that's right. That could be worse. I'd be chasing Ike. Have you seen what's on my back? A big pack. The fiftieth classic no, is jamming. Dicker. Yeah, James Watson. He yeah. loves you. Mm. He loves you. We're glad to be on. We know, and we appreciate your patience on yeah, letting like, you get in here and hide us around today. But you've been hustling too now. Oh yeah, the podcast is yep. growing. Yep, it is. We won. We just won award best outdoor podcast for 2019 from the Outdoor Media Summit. So, there you go. Yeah, it's uh-huh. pretty exciting. She's going out on Gunnersville tomorrow. Oh really? Yeah, going out with Yamaha. First time. First time to ever be on like mm. on the big G. You yep. fall in love. I can't wait. I yep. got a tournament there. I think in May. So okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we met uh, last year at the Classic in Knoxville, and I got to ride along on practice day, and it was awesome. And you kind of were telling me about all the stuff that Lulu does behind the scenes. And so to back it up a little bit, last year was my first Classic, and I've never done a ride-along before, so I was kind of doing some research and I was getting a little nervous because I was reading about some marshals were saying, like, sometimes you're expected to back the boat in and stuff. And I was like, oh, God, all these people are going to be looking at me. And I was so relieved when you guys pulled up and you were behind the wheel. Oh, yes. But now I hit the panic button sometimes, too, especially depending on where we are. You know, if it's dark, you know, my, my eyes don't see as good uh, in the dark, in the low light yeah. now. So, uh so yeah, I like to be in the light, back of the line, see that sun st- starting She's to peep up. Light. She's the best boat trailer oh, backer out there. No, I'm never <laughs> she gonna drives brag, her own dude. tractor. She backs the boat, the camper. She can. She's got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were a pro that morning, well, and I was you. I was thank very you. thankful that and you were there. He's very good to put me extra lights on the back of the trailer, so I can. Well, see. lights are good, but over fifty lights are crucial. 
I'm in. <laughs> so yeah, so well, we were out. He was kind. Of, G-Man was kind of telling me about all the stuff that you do behind the scenes, and I was like, oh man, we need to have her on the show because that's a perspective that we've not had. So, um, like, what's a typical day in the life a tournament day like for you? Uh, tournament day starts early, and I tell him all the time. I'm like, okay, I wear a lot of hats. I said, my first hat of the day is usually a barista. Is that the way you say that? Because yeah, yeah, I am the, I'm the coffee maker. I'm the sandwich maker. I'm the, ins- hey, what were you telling in, in the seminars you're last my, week? You're my, ins- my inspirational coach. Go, life coach, yeah. my, my spiritual coach, reading yeah. my Bible scripture. Whether he thinks he needs it or not, yeah. he gets a daily dose of that yeah, every morning. you do wear a lot of hats. Your mornings start pretty rough. I mean, you're, she's like, we hit the floor running and you know, she's never lets up from trying to get both of us get our coffee chugged down and use if we got Bama. I'm trying to get Bama out to pee, walk the dog. She's making sandwiches, trying to get breakfast out, trying to get there. So we, she does a lot in the mornings. I mean, I see some wives that come out here and they're like, never get up. They don't even know what's going on during the day. And she's done been up for four hours, done everything. I'm like, she hustles, man. So it, we're a two-man team. I mean, that's the thing. This this is work for us. I mean, we 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 have two employees, me, he and I, and uh, and that I mean that is it. So that's impressive. I I do everything I can to help him get out the door, mm-hmm. and because when he leaves i mean it's all on him and then you know i'll spend the day if there's list of errands if there's you know changing of the oil that needs to be done or if there's sponsor you know interactions um if there's tackle that needs to if i need to run out and pick up you know certain baits if if he's you know running low on so just anything really when we're on the road anything to make his job easier is really i think at the end of the day what my job is you do a damn good job of it. Well, thank you. All right, even sometimes running emergency trolling motors out. Yeah, I've <laughs> done that. I mean, that that's <laughs> one of the things, like, and, and some of the ladies will say, hey, do you want to go to the wine tasting or something? And she always says, you know, I don't want to be 50 Far miles away. away because if he breaks down, it's very crucial as fast as I can get to him, get the boat on the trailer and get back. That's the day. So it's weird for her perspective because some of her friends are like, well, we're going here, we're going there. And, I'm, and we always have this thing, when we want a vacation, we'll go home and go on one. But she knows, you know, two hours of fishing time can mean the difference in making the classic or not. So she's always been there and real good about that and raised to me. And she actually, the year I won Angler of the Year, she got to me in time, brought me a trolling motor, and we went on to win AOI. So we kind of both know the importance of that. That's a team job. You never want to be too far away and get that call. And I can remember that morning like it was yesterday. I just sat down to breakfast with some girlfriends and, you know, right there in town. And my phone rings and you look down and everybody knows that call. So everybody just freezes and looks and you're like, okay, I'll be right there. And, I mean, it's it's like punched in the gut feeling. But if I'm away, I worry about it the entire time. So I typically don't. I just hang back and work. You're not big partiers. And, and you do a lot of <laughs> you do a lot of the business stuff too. Right? I do, I do. Gerald, uh, we we have a really good we, we work well together. He does all negotiations on contracts, and then I I go from there. I'm okay. I, I handle everything from that point forward. She's been the face of the business through sponsors, and I think they enjoy working with her a lot more than I do myself. I'm usually busy, scatterbrained, on the water, hard to reach. And she's very thorough, very detail oriented. So she can get get contracts finalized, attorneys brief them. She can type up all the changes, and it makes it a lot better because if the sponsor enjoys working with you, it's a lot more pleasurable than being hard to reach, can't get anything done. Mm-hmm. So I tell everybody, she's probably a lot more valuable in that aspect than I am. All I do is negotiate money, whether or not we'll take it or not, which sounds horrible, but after that, she finishes it. Now, is that something you had experience in, or did you just learn it kind of along the way? I learned it. I learned it. I had I- 
banking background, mm-hmm. um, but I enjoy it. So it's it's funny. Parts of our job that he doesn't enjoy, I do, That's and perfect. then vice versa. Yep. She's so great in the works. office. Every sponsor, your wife's so detail-oriented. She's so far out in front. But I'm a, an extreme planner. Extreme planner. He's not, you know, but a lot of times the things that we do, you have to have a game plan. It can change, mm-hmm. you know, but you have to have some sort of game plan. So, but then, yeah, I go... Then I, when I'm the travel agent, because I book all reservations. Oh, she don't like sponsors booking tickets because they may book one that goes from Miami to Israel back to Montgomery, <laughs> Alabama, you know, because they, they got it for $16. And she's right. like, no, it doesn't work that way. So she's real thorough about going out front and saying, this is as fast as I can get you home and get you out of here. So, you know, without that, we, we could lose another day at home. And when you don't have many days at home, that right. extra 10 or 12 hours and is a bunch. And this year, it's been funny because show season, typically, I don't go. And this year, for whatever reason, I have been to, I think, every show that you've done. Yeah, so because we, we, we've driven instead yeah. of flying. And I drove just, all the way from Orlando, Florida, uh, after weighing in a finished mm-hmm. seven, jumping truck, drove four hours that night, got in the truck the next morning, drove another six hours home, got to her swap trucks, got in a truck, drove to Kentucky that night. Got up at 5 a.m. and drove on to Indiana where she was helping me drive. I was exhausted. I'd been fishing for 10 days and had to be at that show at 10. And we spoke there to 5 that evening, got in the truck and drove seven and a half hours back home. You know, so her being there sometimes just gives me an hour to lay on the window and rest. It means a bunch. Yeah. Wow. Well, it sounds like you're a well-oiled machine at this point. Well, I, uh, my damn knees don't think so. I can tell you that. <laughs> you ain't heard my knees in the morning. Clack, clack, clack. You know, we, uh, we, we, have, uh, we have our strong points, but most definitely I tell people what we've learned in this year and we really having to look at is we work together so much and we stay on the road so much. It's business, business, business. So we really have to try to take time to be wife and husband we don't do that very well like we, we, we really don't hunting. we're trying we're, we're we do when we're hunting we do mm-hmm. but, but during, during peak fishing season she's on season. full business mode I'm i, I can't turn it off so, i mean well i start at coffee in the right. morning as soon as we get up she's like oh we got this this and this and i just woke up and i'm looking at her like oh my god but <laughs> we talked about that we want to try to be more trying to find that way we can turn it off and be that husband and wife because you don't want every dinner to be business right. you don't want every breakfast to be to be business but it's so hard when you're both driven and you want to succeed and she don't want to like she's so detail oriented she said this is the only time you're sitting still but we, we're working on that and we talk about it as as my career goes on about the days i retire and like when i retire i may not retire retire i just may whoa way back and just compete on a tournament and spend more time with my wife i just may not want all the sponsor obligations but i, I think that's the biggest thing you run into working husband and wife because we're together 24 7 a lot it's just sitting down and saying we're going to be with each other. We're not going to talk business. And that's that's probably with anybody, no matter what you're doing. And it's sometimes, a fine line because when he's mad at the office manager, he's mad at me. <laughs> he's mad at his wife, too. He can't just say, okay, it's 5 o'clock. You're my wife now. I'm not mad at you. Oh, yes. Well, I'm still mad at you, buddy. <laughs> so we're learning. It yeah. is a constant juggle of priorities and family. And now our grandchildren are getting older. Our daughters moved five hours away. So, like, when we're home, just trying not to, you know, find time to see the family. Our parents are up in age. My mom's staying sick a lot more. So we're seeing our lives change a lot and what the priority is in being home and still trying to compete. So it's, a, it's an eventful learning year every year. It changes every year. Every year we start the, that new season out with a different game plan. We're going to get better this year, you know, and it and, and I think we do at, at certain as, you know, certain things we get better at. And then it's like, okay, now we're just busier. Yeah. We got better, we got busier. So. Yeah. 
And they're coming back to Bass this year. A lot of sponsors, new sponsors came back on board and things. Very really, blessed year. Very, very blessed. And it really put the, the responsibility level super high. And I, I struggle to say no. And she struggles a little bit to say no. But after a while, there's just only so much peanut better. butter you can put on bread. I'm right? getting better at saying no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting better at it. And, and when he uh, when he doesn't like to, I just tell him, I just give him my number. Yeah. It's a fine line. Yeah. Well, I want to go back to you just mentioned putting peanut butter on bread. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the, the sandwich thing, when when we were out there, or I was out there with the ride-along, I was really impressed with my lunch. Well, thank you. <laughs> no, I don't think I had a motivational, inspirational quote on my sandwich bag, though. Uh, I'll do better next time. <laughs> I actually had a Marshall at one of my last terms. He had, actually, his wife had wrote one on a bag and sent it to me. Yeah. So the sandwich bag notes have kind of took off. She yeah. does real good at that. And some days I need them. I mean, you, yeah. when it ain't going your way, sometimes just a little friendly reminder that she's got your back or just keep your head up or keep fighting. It's all you need. Well, so, you know, I've, you're all about the positive mental attitude, which is awesome, and the, the inspirational quotes obviously help with that. Um, and I know you're very positive as well. What's it like, you know, you're, you're doing all this stuff, everything you can do to help him when he's out on the water. What's it like for you when he's out there and you you're you can't do anything pretty much after oh, that? Oh, that's tough. That is tough, especially last year. And I'm not knocking any organization, but I knew he was extremely unhappy. And I could see uh, when I would watch him on live, I could just see the look in his face. And it, it I got to the point that I quit watching because it would just tear at my heart because I'm like, no matter how many coffees I make or sandwiches that I make or, you know, emails that I answer, I can't help him with that. That That's, you know, something he's got to deal with on his own. And so, yeah, it's tough. It's one of those deals that when you know he's out there having a ball and he's catching them and he's, you know, having a good time, man, you're celebrating too. I'm in the camper or I'm in the hotel room or wherever I'm at, and I'm just like, thank you, Lord. And then you go through the, that tournament that you know he's throwing everything he's got. I mean, he's giving it 150%. And it just hurts so bad. And then it's a different prayer. It's like, Lord, please help him, you know. So it's it's tough. I mean, I feel like that his highs are mine and his lows are mine as well. So we've rolled some out together. We have. We've had yeah. some lows and highs. And she's, I tell, I I put on Instagram before. She's my ride or die. And everybody's like, I'm like, dude, you don't understand. She's my ride or die. She's got my back. Care how bad I suck or how high I am. I know when it push comes to shove, she's got my back. Mm. Well, that's an awesome thing to have for it sure. Truly is in this industry and in life in general. You know, yep. somebody's got your back because sometimes all you need is just somebody to talk to or know you with me. Yep. You know, and that that can push you through a lot. Yep. Well, awesome. What what are you most excited about this year? Tournament wise, <laughs> getting to camp. <laughs> Yeah, get to camp again. We're she taking loved. our we're taking our camper this year. Said I love oh, nice. to camp. Yeah. I love um, tournament wise. I'm look thinking about the schedule that we're looking forward to. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to Chick. Um, we've got some good history there. You love and going up north. I it's do. Beautiful um, up there. And Waddington, they have such a tremendous crowd that that comes out. We've got some friends there, and. Uh, Make it work. I think the the biggest thing for us is we're just glad to be home with Bass, Absolutely. and it's a whole different Absolutely. attitude. So. In our big perspective picture, we just look forward to all of them. He's like, sure, I'm just glad to be out here, man. Just go with it. He's also fishing the opens, and he's nephew. fishing both sides. So yeah, cool. uh, on the central side, he's fishing with his nephew, Trey. And, and so that I, I'm letting them have guy time That's our guy on those. Time. I'm, she stays, I want like, them I'm, to bond, but I want Trey to also see 
how it's like when you don't have someone out there doing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like when he has to make his sandwiches or when he has to go get water or and so and I want them to have I don't want Gerald to be distracted with me or Bama when Trey's there because I want them to have that bonding time together too but it's going to be a good year Tyler it's going to be a good year awesome well thank you so much for taking a little time to talk to us a very very busy weekend this podcast was done in the storage room of the Sealy Big Bass Tournament. <laughs> I think we need. I think we got to get a picture. This is this, this is priceless. So it's the only see. place we could hide. So take thank you for it. Nicole Sealy, Bob, <laughs> and, that, and that may be your next podcast. Yeah, Nicole for sure. and her dad have ran the Sealy Outdoor Tournament forever. And actually, at one time, I've actually represented them through a sponsor deal, but they're just great people. And this lady right here has seen the fishing industry business-wise from the inside out and grew it from literally starting out as nothing to what it is right now. So I think awesome. you may you yeah. might be the next up for the business there side you of go. this. Because yeah. this lady can get it done. <laughs> awesome. Thank well, you for having us on. Thank you. Trey Zaldane, we met here at the Bassmaster Classic like last year. Yep. And we've been trying to do get you on the show, yeah. and uh, it's just busy, busy, busy. Yeah, I'm busy. You're busy. Yeah. Everybody is. That's a good thing, though, for the industry, right? Everybody's busy. So. That, is, that is a good thing, yeah. especially for women in the industry. Yep, dude, it's gr- trending up, yeah. and that's in all facets. That's a great thing. Yeah. So I love your story because you've taken a pretty unique path to get yeah. into fishing. Can you? Uh, we have a lot of listeners who are kind of more casual fisher yeah. anglers, you know, and yeah. so they may not know your background can you just give a little quick background on how you got into this sure yeah so i've always been a casual angler i've been fishing since i was a kid my dad was a tournament fisherman he's the president of the bass club so i was always around it didn't fish tournaments went off to college graduated went into finance got over finance started fishing tournaments got into the opens and that's where i'm at now Awesome. How long did it take you to get over finance? Uh, quick, two years. <laughs> you know, there's only so many times you sit in an office, watch that sunrise come up and down, and think I'd rather be outside. So I stuck it out for 16 years in, in an office setting, and I about lost my mind. Yeah. So I can relate. That's so totally I just took the plunge here not too long ago. So it's worth it. Yeah, I totally, totally get it. Yep. Yeah. So some people that, like, come across you and you, they see you and then they find out you're married to Chris Seldane who's fishing in the classic here, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, hope he does really, really well. But some people probably come across you and think, oh, well, that makes sense. She's married to a pro angler, but you started doing this before. Yeah, I met Chris and I was already fishing the Opens. He saw me weigh in my first Open. I got, like, 63rd on Louisville. And he saw me weigh in, and that's who he even found out who I was. And he reached out. I never responded. And then uh, I fished another open on Table Rock Lake, and he was at it. And he came up to me and was like, hey, I've been messaging you. You know, you don't respond, but this is who I am. I just wanted to say hi, and that's kind of where it got started. But, yeah, Chris is not why I fish. I did not plan on dating an angler. It just happened. He's the only fisherman I've ever dated. So (laughs) just I didn't think I'd ever want to date an angler. And then I realized, you know, like after meeting him, like it was meant to be. So what's it like, like both of you going at this? Like, how do you maintain your relationship? I mean, you both got to be so busy. Like, who cooks dinner? How does all that work? We both cook. We both pull our weight. You know, it's uh, definitely not what Southern, you know, households are used to. I think it's evolving and everyone's more open than they used to be. But 
when he needs to cook, he cooks. When I need to cook, I cook. We both do laundry. You know, we both just, whatever one's doing for the week, if one's fishing, we try and help in all the other ways. So it's just part of a balance, you know. So it's cool. That's great. I think there is no normal anymore. You know, like society tries to project, like, this is how you're supposed to live your life. Yeah. You're supposed to work your butt off, save up for retirement, yeah. retire. But I've been hearing so many stories about people who do that, and then they retire, and then they get sick and die, like, mm-hmm. immediately, and they don't get the chance to to yeah. enjoy their lives. Like, you're out there doing, following yeah. your passion. I feel like, you know, you should enjoy what you have while you have it. Like, you should never, you should plan for the future to an extent, but you don't know what your future holds, so why, you know, plan too far ahead? So um, if you're not happy, then do something about it is how I feel. And um, society says certain things like go to college. And looking back, I think, man, maybe, I wish maybe I didn't go to college, you know? And I probably would have ended up where I'm at a little quicker. Um, but it is what it is, you know? I think uh, everyone's growing and allowing things and being more open-minded and it's definitely good for women because you know uh, I think that the timing right now for more women getting in the sport is great because a lot more people are receptive now right yeah it's it's come a long ways in the last few years we still got a long ways to go yeah but we're getting people like you Christine Fisher that are getting out there uh, being role models for other women I think that's only going to attract more what what drove you to like jumping into the straight almost opens. into the opens? Yeah, I'm just stupid. You know, <laughs> you know I'm wired weird. I've all, I'm like my dad, and we've he's wired the same way. If you're gonna do something, you do it big, you know. And that's kind of where when I looked into like, okay, if I'm gonna quit my job and do this, I gotta I'm gonna make a career out of it. You know, I can't just have a hobby of it. Right. And the opens was everything that I looked at. The opens was the only way for me to to make a career. And it was an immediate jump to a national platform with immediate exposure. And I could work the business side of it while also trying to make the elites, which that's the ultimate goal is to make the elites. So is that your what's your goal this season to make the elites? That's always my number one goal. Uh, and then I got smaller goals like bring in a limit every open and that sounds like nothing but in the opens it's it's a feat in its own if you can catch 11 pounds a day in the opens you make the elites it's just the way it works out they're high pressure scenarios so i make little goals like that because i know those little goals are what add up to making the elites awesome well yeah you're you're kind of like a go big or go home type mentality so we're rooting for you hope you have a great season appreciate it and we'll put links to follow you where where are you most uh on social media Uh, i am i engage on instagram and then i really engage on twitter but if you get offended easily do not follow me on twitter (laughs) Uh, i'm sure my sponsors don't like my twitter at all but uh i i i try to engage on everything but mainly instagram and twitter okay all right well you kind of shared some advice already you know like following your passion any other final words for women out there who are thinking about doing this just keep fishing and and don't be afraid to to just try whatever you're thinking like just do it you know it's it's almost harmless i say it with women in boats and everything they're like how do you do that dude you're not gonna hurt a boat go try it you know go get out there you do it on your own and uh that's my only advice like don't ever think that fishing's too complicated because it's not Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know the Bassmaster Classic is a super busy time, but we squeezed it in, and I appreciate it. Thank you, Angie.
Standing at the base of this wall Facing something I can't get over Looking up for a way out Cause I can't get any lower Like a go left But I should go right So many things on the line tonight One day at a time There's no need to rush I'm finding myself going through all this stuff I'm looking for hope I'm looking for truth So I can be a better me Tomorrow is